Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good, good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the powerful teaching last night. We thank you for the restful weekend that you give us. We thank you, Father, for family and for friends, the people in our lives. We thank you for the very gift of life that we are alive this morning for every little breath that we take. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the food that we eat. You bless us with the good night's sleep. We thank you, Father, for all those tiny little things in our life that we take for granted because it's part of our everyday life. And yet we don't realize that it is your provision for us. That you release every single day. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy that you renew for us every morning. And you look not upon us in anger just so that we might not be judged for our mistakes, for our failures, for our shortcomings. But you are ever willing to pour out your grace in love and say, let's Start once again. You encourage us. And you give us your spirit and all the gifts that are needed for us to rise up again. We thank you, Lord. For that jealous love for us. That you make it all available to us. That you have plans to prosper us, to give us an expected end and not let us end up in harm's way. But is your plan that we should live in abundance and achieve dominion over the earth realm. Such is your jealous love for us. And you do not hold back. You do not stop us from anything. You are ever willing and ever ready to release all kinds of resources that will help us get there. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. You bid us come to your secret place where we can commune with you in person to receive from you your instruction, your advice, your wisdom. And you open our understanding to what it means and how do we apply it. We are able in that place of prayer to rise up through that strategy in every situation that we have fallen in. We share that same peace and that same joy, Lord, that you give us with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those whom we are lifting up in prayer this day, those that have no one to pray for them. We ask for a quickening in their spirits as well, Lord. So as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, lifting each of these up, we call on your name, the name of our Father, our Maker, our Creator, the Great I Am, the one who is ever faithful, the lifter of men, our deliverer, our shield, our strength, the Ancient of Days, the God of peace and patience and hope. And we pray in the name of His Son, Jesus. 
the cornerstone of our faith, the Alpha and Omega of our destiny. Our wonderful counselor, our Prince of Peace, the mighty God, the Lion of Judah, the Lord, our redemption. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of Jesus, the hand of the Father, the one who brought all creation into existence, the one who partners with us through his conviction, works with us to lift us up once again. So that when he makes that revelation known to us about the area that we have fallen in, and when out of that learning we rise, it is that truth in our heart. The understanding of it that sets us free by his working. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer and the gift of angels and destiny helpers. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak. In every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the same precious blood, Lord. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will for each of these lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us. To protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and all kinds of spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55. Verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth. I declare that it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I sent it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that gift of discernment to choose your word and your will in every situation. Every time we are to speak, thank you for the discernment to choose life in that situation and not death, not failure, not destruction. Thank you, Father. Today, it is something on those very lines that I want to reflect on. We reflect on self-image. What self-image do you carry? And in particular, when situations don't look that great, when things are not going well as you have planned, what do you see? Or how do you see yourself? In Numbers chapter 13, we read that when the Israelites reached Canaan, the promised land, Moses sent 12 men, one from each tribe, to spy out the land and come back with a report in about 40 days. And they came back saying the land was good, flowing with milk and honey. 
but that they were giants and that these men seemed like grasshoppers before those giants in their own eyes. Why has God brought us here to die? The people grumbled. We were better off in Egypt. It was Caleb and Joshua, only two out of the twelve. To silence them saying we should go up and take possession of the land. Why? Because we can. They believed. Even though the other ten said they were giants. It was only the two men that believed. And eventually you see Moses anointing Joshua and he led the people. He carried that same confidence. Even when they stood against Jericho, a highly fortified city. Where no one could go out and no one could come in. They were traveling through the desert of Paran. What gave him that confidence? What did these two see that the others were not seeing? When you are faced with challenges and uphill tasks, a little suffering maybe, what self-image do you carry? When you fail a few times, what are you saying to and about yourself? In Genesis chapter 3, when God called Adam and he hid. And then when God asked him why, he said, because I was naked. Something that he did not know till then. And all of a sudden, he realized he was naked. The intention there to say is he was ashamed of his nakedness. And so hid himself. And God asked him, who told you that you were naked? Where did you receive that information from? Is what he means there. And the same question is being put to you today as well. Who told you about that self-image that you are carrying? Who told you you are not worth it? Why do you say, I am finished? And when you look at Jesus... He said, it is finished. And yet we say, I am finished. If his job was finished there, you cannot be finished. So what about Joseph, the son of Jacob? He dreamt that the sun, moon and 11 stars would bow down to him. A dream that his brothers hated him for. Maybe even rebuked him. His brothers tried to kill him. They sold him eventually. He was falsely accused by Potiphar's wife. He was thrown in jail there. The king's butler forgot him when it was time to return favor. Yet in all of those, he did not give up on that dream. He did not lose his self-image and say, one, I am doomed. Look at my history. Look at all the incidences. Everything has only worked against me. 
right from my family, right to my workplace, right to the boss's wife. Everything has only worked as if it was cornering me and seeking to squeeze my neck. I am finished. And then look at what he said. Look at what Joseph said now. After everything was sorted and he was honored, raised up to a senior position in the government. Look at what he said in Genesis 50 verse 20 to his brothers. He said, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. Are you seeing that? Romans 8 verse 28 is reflected in those words there. And does that reflect on your life right now? That God allowed you to go through certain challenges so that just like Joseph said here in the end of verse 20, for God intended, God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. That through your testimony, there are others that are receiving what he gave you as well. Joseph understood the principle mentioned in Proverbs 19 verse 21. Many plans are in a man's mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand, that will be carried out. So no matter the circumstance that comes against you, God's purpose will prevail is what it means. Sometimes he allows us to go through those circumstances as a way of self-reflecting, as a way of being tested in the fire so that when we emerge out of that fire, we will carry our scars, yes, no doubt. But it is those very scars that have then make us who we are. But are we giving up too soon, too early? Paul said in 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14, Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And this is why we confess scriptures boldly. The I confess boldly. You say, I am the body of Christ, Satan, sin, sickness, disease. You have no power and no place in me. In a lot of other scriptures of a similar nature that have been converted to, converted to a personal confession. You must know what is your identity in Christ. What is his plan for your victory? What the Bible says about you as a believer. Only let that eternal truth, the mirror of God, his word that he gives you. Only let that show you what your image is. Do not let anyone else determine the image that you should have of yourself. Do not let any wicked suggestion that comes in your ears that say you are good for nothing. 
do not accept it. What is your image? As the word says, it is the image and the likeness of God in which you were created. And when he himself is sparing no opportunity to raise you up to that image and likeness, to the point he gave of his word, sacrificed for our sake that we might not suffer eternal damnation but might be rescued, redeemed through salvation. And then he gave of his own spirit to be within us. He's ever willing to give every resource, including what we pray every day, the angels and destiny help us. Everything that is available, it is disposable. At his disposal, he is making it available to us. Despite knowing all that, will you still carry a negative self-image? Will you still not listen and look at what he is doing there and accept a suggestion in your ears that says, you are good for nothing, you are done? Will you receive that condemnation? What self-image do you carry? In that situation, that test comes. We need to hold fast in faith to the fact that God has a plan for you. That plan will prevail when you work with him. We've seen that in Proverbs 19 verse 21. This is now. We need to look at ourselves as a winner today. I am more than a conqueror in Christ. And then to start thanking and praising God and look at ways to align with what His will is, knowing that that will and that plan is perfect. His ways are higher than our ways. So if our ways ended us up in the situation that we are in, we now need to seek His ways and say, Lord, what will you have me do in this circumstance that will lift me up? From failure to success. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, O oh Lord. So that in the times where we are challenged and the enemy constantly seeks to pull us down, for he comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, that your people might not live in abundance and might not achieve that dominion. He would rather see them under his slavery. But when men say there is a casting down, Lord, you say there is a lifting up. And we believe in that lifting through your word and by your spirit. The truth and its source that sets us free. Free from that bondage. It gives us recognition of that bondage that we are in. And shows us then, shows us ways to rise above it. Father, we ask for that enlightenment in each of our hearts this day. Especially the ones that have a very low self-esteem. That have been battered down for long. That they have given up of any hope of trusting on their own abilities. That come through you. That are available through you. And are yet ignorant of them. We ask, Lord, for that opening of our eyes, our hearts, for a pouring of your light, your wisdom, your revelation, and for that grace, Lord, of boldness, along with faith, to trust, 
that whatever you have begun in each of us, that work, just as your word says, you will see it through to completion. You will not let it remain halfway. We ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirit today. Just as your word in Philippians 1 verse 6 says. And as we pray for spiritual edification, Father, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. For all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. Father, we pray, Lord, against every yoke of the enemy, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, worldly ambitions and pursuits, ignorance of your ways and your word, and poverty, all aim to keep your people in subjection. All aim to keep your people with a low self-image. By the blood of Jesus, that every such yoke be broken. That by your spirit, let there be a lifting up. Let there be transformation and renewal. By your grace, Lord, we make a new start. Let every such new start be brought to fruition and completion. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well especially those that are not yet saved, that have not seen your light. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our prayer and our faith, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe, Lord, that this prayer is an answered prayer. We believe we have received and we claim it through faith, releasing that faith now in the name of Jesus, the name above all names. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Nina <laughs> <laughs> 
the mighty all powerful name of jesus amen lord thank you jesus for answered prayer thank you lord scripture that was placed on my heart this morning is from galatians 2 20 i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who lives but christ who lives in me and the life i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me amen thank you jesus amen thank you jesus and that is the image that he wants us to see every time we look in the mirror we have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is Psalms 33 verses 10 to 12 quoted from the NIV where it is written, The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. The second scripture is from Jeremiah 17 verse 8. Quoted from the GNT where it is written, He is like a tree growing near a stream and sending out roots to the water. It is not afraid when hot weather comes because its leaves stay green. It has no worries when there is no rain. It keeps on bearing fruit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And this is exactly what Psalms 1 verse, 3, verse 1 to 3 says.
Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's daily powerful reflections, the daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, and the Friday Bible study sessions, please share the Zoom and YouTube links that you see posted on the prayer group with others, with your friends and family, and invite them to come. You can also direct them to the recordings if they can't make the live timings. Recordings are stored on YouTube, on our Spotify podcast page, as well as on uh, links are posted on our Facebook page. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Thank Russell. You, Russell. God, God bless, bless everyone. everyone.